بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد. So we continue with our lessons and regarding the attributes of the servants of the Most Merciful. And in this lesson, we will look at two verses in which Tawbah and repentance is mentioned in it. And those two verses are where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ وَعَمِلَ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتِهِمْ حَسَنَاتٍ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Accept those who repent, who tab, taba, repent, وَآمَنَ and they believe, وَعَمِلَ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا and they act righteously, فَأُولَٰئِكَ and those Allah will replace their bad deeds with good deeds. We replace any their sins with good deeds. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا And Allah is of forgiving, most merciful. And the first that follows that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ تَابَ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَإِنَّهُ يَتُوبُ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَتَابًا And whosoever repents and does righteous deeds and does good deeds or righteous deeds then indeed he repents towards Allah with true repentance. Now in this, in these two verses we notice any tawbah has been any mentioned in both of them. And this follows the last verse that we discussed in our last lesson. And in our last lesson, we mentioned and regarding the Ibadur Rahman, the servants of the Most Merciful, that they do not fall into shirk. They do not call upon another deity besides Allah. And they do not take a life, take any life who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made impermissible. إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ Except and with right. وَلَا يَزْنُونَ And they do not fall into fornication or adultery. Meaning they do not fall into illegal sexual and contact. So those three sins were mentioned in and in the last verse. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he mentions in this verse, إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ Except those who repent. And he meaning, and he the wa'id, the repent, the uh, punishment that was mentioned in the previous verse, and he regarding those sins, here an exception, and he comes. Except those who repent. Except those who repent. And they believe. And they act righteously. Then Allah will replace their sins with good deeds and Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. And then Allah mentions in the verse that follows this, and whosoever repents and acts righteously, indeed or certainly he has repented to Allah 
or repented toward Allah and he withdrew and he repented. Now generally, and regarding and repentance, a servant of Allah Azza wa Jal is required to repent straight away after they fall into sin. That is what is befitting for a worshipper, for a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah mentions in the Quran, وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَةً أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهِ فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُوا الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَلَمْ يُسِرُّوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلُوا وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ Allah Azza wa Jal says, And those who when they commit a fahisha, a fahisha, a despicable sin, أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ Or they wrong their own selves. ذَكَرُوا اللَّهِ They remember Allah. فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ They remember Allah. Therefore, they, they perform istighfar. They ask forgiveness for their sins. And who forgives sins except Allah? And Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَلَمْ يُسِرُّوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلُوا and they do not persist upon that which they have done. They do not persist upon those sins, those sayyats, those evil actions, those actions that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they do not persist upon that. So this is the first point we want to mention regarding a believer when they fall into sin knowingly or unknowingly. That when they remember Allah, they should repent straight away. Do not delay your repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah azza wa jal commands us in the Quran to turn to him and to repent. As he, Allah azza wa jal says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, tubu ila Allahi tawbatan nasuha. O you who believe, repent to Allah with a sincere, a true repentance. With a sincere and a true and a repentance. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands the believers to turn to Him and to ask for forgiveness and repent. And if wrong, from their sins. And we find the best example in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad the Prophet of Allah Azza wa Jal, who was forgiven for everything that has passed and everything in the future. He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as narrated by his companions, used to, and he said the words, Atubu ilallah. He used to seek repentance from Allah, to seek repentance and from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask forgiveness 70 times in a sitting. And other narration hundred times and he in in a sitting. As mentioned by Ibn Umar, who said, In in a kunna lana ud li rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fil majis al wahid miya marra rabbi kfili wa tub alayya in naka anta tawabu rahim. Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would say, In one majlis, in one sitting, 
as the Ibn Umar, Umar narrates, he used to, and he counts how many times the Prophet used to say this. He counted a hundred times, whereby he وسلم, said, Rabbi, fill Oh my Lord, forgive me and accept, accept my repentance. Indeed, Indeed, you are the one who accepts repentance and you are of forgiving and the most forgiving. So we find a great example in the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That he sallallahu alayhi wasallam has been forgiven for everything. And he used to and he make istighfar. And used to say these words of repentance. So indeed, and he for us who have not been forgiven, and he like him, and we therefore we need to exert ourselves in making istighfar on a daily basis, especially after we have realized that we have fallen into a sin, something that is displeasing to Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Sheikh Salih Buthaymin, he mentions, Sheikh Muhammad Salih Buthaymin, he mentions and regarding and this verse, the first verse, verse number 70, and he says, and regarding the repentance that is mentioned here, and that is and repentance, he says, and from shirk, as mentioned in the verse, and before it, repentance from shirk. And likewise, repentance from taking the life of a person without right, and repentance from fornication and adultery. And Adultery. He mentions regarding shirk. Now, the sin of shirk, indeed, it is a major sin. It is the and uh, the greatest of the major sins. And he says here, if a person repents sincerely to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, then Allah accepts his repentance, and there is nothing else for that person to do. Meaning, he had and he committed a sin which was the right of Allah Azza wa Jal. The right of Allah is to be worshipped alone. And he went against that right. So this action here is between him and, him and Allah Azza wa Jal. And he repented and Allah, and he accepts a person's repentance. Uh, regarding, regarding taking the life of a person without right, here we have Allah's right in it and the right of other people. If a person truly repents, that indeed Allah forgives that person. And then Sheikh Salih he mentions, then there is the right of the one who's been killed, and the right of the and the family of the one who has and he been killed. So therefore it is not sufficient for a person just to repent, but he has to give the family of the one who has been killed without right, their right. And that, Sheikh Salih he mentions, is that they are approached and it is discussed and he with them. Do they want to forgive the person who has taken the life of their loved one? Or do they want the blood money? Or do they want capital punishment. That person is punished for their life and he's been taken as well. And of course these are the punishments 
are carried out and by the Muslim ruler and those he has appointed. As you mentioned in the in, in the Sunnah, there's directly yeah. So indeed, any tawbah is important by a person and he returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tawbah and it is and it important. And tawbah and it is accepted even if a person has taken the life of another person. As is narrated in a hadith whereby a man who killed 99 people, he went to a worshipper and asked that worshipper, do I have tawbah or can I repent from this? And that worshipper, as Sheikh Salih mentioned, is a worshipper, he's not alim, he's not a scholar. He answered and said, no, you don't have tawbah. You killed 99 people, there is no tawbah for you. So he completed 100. So he took his life. Sheikh Salih he mentions an important point. He says, you see how it is how an issue and it is about asking questions or looking for fatawa and from people who are not scholars. This is what happens. The answer is given is wrong and there's consequences. So therefore a person must and he consult the scholars, the people of knowledge. Then he went to an alim, Ashik Salimuthameen mentions, and he asked that question to the alim. Do I have tawbah? Can I make tawbah? Will I be forgiven? And the alim answered yes. There is no reason why you will not be forgiven. There is no reason why you will not be forgiven. And the meaning, repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sincerely. And indeed Allah and he accepts and he repentance accepts Sincere repentance and he from, from his slaves. <coughs> then the Shaykh discusses the sin of zina. Now he says regarding zina, there's other people's right involved in this. Now if a person, a man has committed zina with a woman, now, of course, that is a sin. He needs to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from it. He needs to ask Allah azza wa for forgiveness sincerely. But now, the question arises, does he need to go and excuse himself from that woman he has committed zina with? The question that is posed. The sheikh discusses this and he mentions, if the woman participated with her own choice and in it, then of course there is no, there is no any way that of course and he, she has to be, uh, that man has to excuse himself or seek forgiveness from her because she got involved by her own choice. And he mentions about if she had a husband, then the sheikh mentions that indeed there is something here that he needs to ask. Forgiveness from the husband of, of his wife, of that, of that woman. The Sheikh discusses this. And the Sheikh likewise mentions if the person committed zina with a woman without her choice, 
I said, indeed, he he says he needs to excuse himself. He needs to seek forgiveness. But then the Sheikh says, and when we think about this, this is Ali a likely solution the most likely solution I need to it that a person needs to excuse himself because there's haq of other people here but then the sheikh says this could be said but when we analyze the hadith and it regarding or which mentions zina in it where it mentions yani the for forgiveness for it says he says that the Prophet never mentioned yani in it that a man has to go and excuse any himself from the person he's, he committed zina and he with. And he said that a person seeks repentance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely. And in this scenario, if there is any other right of other people, then Sheikh Salih he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward any those who have been affected in this situation. Allah Azza wa Jal, and He will reward those who have been affected and give them that which is better. That this man, and the Zani, the person who has committed zina, fornication, or adultery, he needs to repent sincerely and he from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in reality, there is no, it is not compulsory upon him to go and excuse himself and seek forgiveness from the people who has been affected and he due and he to this. That's probably regarding zina. So generally regarding zina, person does not need to go and excuse himself. So the first shaykh the shaykh discusses it and from the base that it's a haq of other people in it, then it makes sense to that person to go and excuse themselves. But when we analyze the evidences, there is no, is no mention of this in the Sunnah. But if a person and he repents sincerely, then that is what is mentioned and that is sufficient for that sin and it to be wiped away from that person. And if there is any, uh, as the Sheikh mentions, and he adds to this, if there is any haqq of other people or the people who have been affected in this, then Allah of course, and he will reward those affected and and he ate those who has been affected then the sheikh discusses the conditions of tawbah the conditions of a tawbah the sheikh mentions five conditions he mentions five conditions and he says al-awwal al-nadam ala al-dham al-nadam ala al-dham Meaning, to regret, to have regret of the person has committed that sin. Regret for that sin. person regrets it. He regrets that action. الثاني الإخلاع عن الذنب A person cuts himself off from that sin. Cuts himself off and he from that sin separates himself from that sin cuts himself off he doesn't want to do it again and the sheikh mentions here that in this point we include that the right 
of if a person, if a person, for example, is the sin involves the right of a person, then that right needs to be returned to that person. And if, for example, if a person has stolen money from a person, if a person sincerely is cutting himself off from that sin, then he needs to return that money. He needs to return any that money to the person he has stolen from. Third, a person has a firm conviction, a firm intention that he will not return to that sin. He will not return to that sin. Fourthly, to make your tawbah sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what the Shaykh means here as he says that a person does not make tawbah as a way of showing off to the people okay his tawbah is not for showing off it's not for the eyes or the ears of other people his tawbah is sincerely for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and number five that the tawbah occurs during the time where it is accepted. The time in which it is and it accepted. Which the Sheikh or the Sheikh means here and the time the tawbah is accepted is before a person dies, before the soul is taken from the body. The person, if he makes tawbah before his soul is being pulled from his body, then his tawbah is accepted. His tawbah, and it is accepted. And likewise, that the tawbah of that person occurs before the sun rises from the west, is one of the signs of the last day. So as long as that, that Tawbah occurs before that time, before the sun rises and from the west. <coughs> and all Tawbah any that may occur after the sun rises from the west and it will not be accepted as any Sheikh Salimuthay mean. And he clarifies and he mentions and you hear. Let the Sheikh mentioned and regarding again and regarding zina. Is it a must for a person if he commits zina, or let's say any other sin, that he must bring himself forward to take punishment and for for that sin? And of course this is been discussed and you know, Islamic country and its scenario. A person should he come forward and basically take punishment, Islamic punishment, and he for this sin, or should he just conceal it and move on? The Sheikh, of course, mentions here that it is not a must for a person to come forward. But a person should conceal their sins. A person makes sincere and in repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah and he will forgive that person if that person is sincere but it's not a must for that person to come forward 
And it did occur in the time of the Prophet whereby certain individuals came forward after they committed zina. They felt so much regret that they wanted to take the punishment for it so that only that sin is wiped away and that they're not accountable on the day of judgment for it. Sheikh Shalim Thameen mentioned that this is ijtihad and he from them. It was ijtihad and he from them. But it is not compulsory, but rather a person conceals his sins, repents sincerely to Allah and his subhanahu and wa ta'ala and moves on. Moves on and he with their life and put that sin behind them and of course be reminded about it that they do not fall into it. And he again Then the Sheikh and he mentions and he regarding riba, backbiting. Now, if a person has said something which is wrong about another person, a person has fallen into backbiting. Okay, he said something about somebody else which is and he wrong, defaming, and he dispraised that person. For example, as a sheikh says, he said that person is evil. The person says about another person that is evil. Okay? Due to money, whatever has occurred, the person utters this word. And he says this in a majlis, and it was always some people. Of course, that person is not present. So in this scenario, is it a must for that person to go to that person which he has said about him that you know, he's evil and go and mention to him that I said this about you in a certain majlis and I want you to forgive me and I apologize, I'm sorry, etc, etc. The Sheikh says, and in this scenario, if a person does this, if a person does not know that you've said something about them, if a person does not know that you've said something and you're wrong, it's considered to be backbiting and riba about them. They don't know it, says then, do not tell them about it. Because if you tell them about it and you say, excuse me for it, most likely you won't be forgiven. Because a person, and their anger, and he will build and most likely you won't be uh, forgiven for it and that will create any more, uh, more issues will create any more issues so what you do, the Sheikh says rather mention good about that person okay, mention good about that person and with those people that you've mentioned and those words that are any unpraiseworthy but he says, but if that person has heard that you said such and such about him, said so in this situation, therefore it is recommended that you go to him. And you say to him that I've said this, and you ask for that person's forgiveness, that person to forgive you, to pardon you. So in this situation, therefore it is recommended. Because hopefully it may better and alleviate the situation. And he mentions that this was the 
Ikhtiyar of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah. This is, uh, again was the opinion of Shaykh al-Islam and ibn, ibn Taymiyyah and regarding this situation of ghibah. Should a person go to that person and say, I've said this and this about you, or should they just hide it and mention any words of praise any, about that person? <coughs> Then in the verse, so now we've discussed Tawbah, which is mentioned as the first thing in the verse. Illa man except those and they who repent. Then Allah Azza wa Jal says, Wa'amana, and believe, and believe. So the Shaykh Salim uh, Uthameen, and he, he mentions that the word believe here does not necessitate only belief, belief in the heart, but rather he needs to be accompanied by actions that a person he accepts this is what he says Iman means he a person accepts what the religion has brought accepts everything in the religion and he submits to it and he and he believes in it if it is an information if it is a khabar so in the religion, if he finds evidences which informs of certain things in the past or future that will occur, therefore he needs to believe firmly in this. And if it is a command that he finds, therefore he needs to act upon it. If it's a prohibition, therefore he needs to and he refrain from it. So he says, this is what is included here in Iman. A person firmly, firmly believes in everything that the religion has mentioned. If it's an information, a khabar, then he firm, firmly believes in it. If it's a command, therefore he acts upon it. If it's a prohibition, therefore he leaves it. And this has been mentioned likewise by Sheikh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di. But he said, Imanan sahihan yaqtadi Correct a true Iman which necessitates leaving off sins and doing actions of, of obedience. <coughs> then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, صَالِحًا The third point in the verse. And they act righteously. And they act and righteously. They do righteous deeds. They do good deeds. Sheikh Salih with Amin, he mentions that for an action to be considered righteous, an action to be considered to be good, it needs to come with the two conditions. And the two conditions, which is that the action is performed sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And secondly, the action is performed in accordance to the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In accordance, and it is the example of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned in hadith, Man amila amalan laysa alayhi amruna fahuwa rad. Whosoever performs an action which is not in accordance to our affair, meaning our religion, fahuwa rad. It is rejected. It is, and he rejected. And likewise, and for ikhlas, 
And then we have in Hadith Qudsi, whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Man amila amalan ashraka fihi ma'i ghayri taraktuhu wa shirka. Whosoever performs any, an action and he has ascribed a partner any, with me in it, then I abandon him and his any shirk. I abandon him and his, and his shirk. So therefore, sincerity in actions is important. And likewise, following the example of Muhammad وسلم, for the action to be considered to be any righteous. Then Allah Azza wa Jal says, فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتِهِمْ حَسَنَاتِ then those Allah will replace their sayyat, their evil actions, their sins with hasanat, hasanat, and good deeds. And here, there's two points. There's two points on the explanation of this part. The scholars have mentioned, have explained it into two ways. Some have said that what this means is that Allah has replaced that, that Allah has replaced any their bad deeds with good deeds. It means that, that, that Allah has given them tawfiq, that they stopped performing those sins. They've stopped committing shirk with Allah. They've stopped taking lives of people without right. They've stopped performing any zina, committing zina and other sins. They've stopped, they've ceased. And they have been given any tawfiq by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that after that they perform, performing good deeds. They're replacing those bad deeds with good deeds. So from that point of tawbah, instead of committing shirk with Allah, they're worshipping Allah azza wa jal alone with the actions of worship. Okay? And other than that. So those bad our evil deeds, those sins have been replaced by good actions after that. By the blessing of Allah Azza wa Jalla, the guidance of Allah and Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. While other scholars have mentioned that what this means is those sins that a person has performed, he has acquired and he sins, he has acquired and he weight of sins. They say what this means is that those sins, the consequences of those sins, they have been and he changed to reward, reward of good deeds. Okay, those and the sins, the weight of those sins has been changed to good deeds. Okay, so Sheikh Salih he says there is nothing that prevents that this verse includes both of this. There is nothing and that prevents that both of these opinions are included in this. Because indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when a person repents, Allah gives tawfiq to that person. A person sincerely repents, they've stopped those sins. They're cutting themselves off from it, they're moving on. Allah accepts their repentance and gives them tawfiq, that after that they're performing the righteous deeds. So those sins are being replaced by good deeds, in the future. And likewise, includes that 
the sins that that person has accumulated, and those sins have been changed to good deeds in weight, and they're on the scales of good deeds. And Sheikh says, and both of this is included in in this verse. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا And Allah is of forgiving, most merciful. The Shaykh then discusses these two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Ghafoor and Al-Rahim. He says, and regarding and he both of these names, and he there wasn't there, and he there wasn't that they are upon, it means that and he, that action of Allah is continuing. Allah does this continually, does not stop. So he says regarding and he being and the ghafoor, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghafoor, it means that Allah conceals the sin of a person and Likewise, Allah wipes away the consequence of that sin. So Allah being Al-Ghafoor, Allah conceals the sin of that person and wipes away the consequence of, of that sin. And regarding Ar-Rahim, he says that this indicates that Allah Azza wa Jal Possesses mercy, mercy which reaches those he has shown mercy to. And he says here what this means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them as being good and to them, has given them that which benefits them, and likewise Allah protects them from that which is harmful to them from that which is the harmful to them then of course and what we've discussed regarding Tawbah that of course of course and it is included in the verse that follows it whosoever and whosoever repents and does righteous deeds then verily he repents towards Allah and he with true and he repentance. And there's a little benefit here that I want to and he mention and he from Shaykh Rabi Ta'ala where he discusses about Allah Azza wa raising those who and he repent. The Shaykh and he mentions indeed that it is and a must, and for a believer to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be shy of Allah by not performing actions that are displeasing to Him. And He mentions, A lot of the disbelievers 
They commit shirk with Allah They disbelieve in Allah and they commit shirk with Allah. And they do many sins, many crimes. He says that the any believers, disbelievers, who's committed shirk with Allah, disbelieve in Allah, and committed lots of crimes, that if they repent sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning when they enter into Al-Islam, they perform sincere repentance that they and he may become only from the best of the people who have high levels before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the cause of that is their repentance their sincere and their repentance their sincere repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where they've sincerely repented from their previous actions of disbelief those crimes, those sins that they've performed throughout their lives and before Islam. A person repents sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they may become the best of the people and before Allah azza wa jal and attain a high station before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala due to the sincerity of their, of their repentance. And the Shaykh gives examples, and of course, and one example that we will give, and to show and this in, in a certain way, what the Shaykh mentions and regarding the repentance of Adam alayhi salam. And whereby a person has disobeyed Allah, and after Tawbah, and they have been raised by Allah Azza wa Jal. And regarding Adam, the Shaykh mentions that he disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ate from from the tree and ate from the tree and there was a consequence only due to that and Adam repented sincerely to Allah Azza wa Jal and he says and Allah raised him after that Allah made him a prophet revealed to him sent revelation to him and Allah and he placed him on the earth and made him the and the father of mankind so this is just only a brief and example that Adam disobeyed Allah and, and he ate from the tree where he repented and Allah Azza wa Jal and he raised him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him and made him a Nabi on the earth a prophet on the earth so this is a, a brief example that the Shaykh and he brings that of course and he do not despair and from our sins, our mistakes, the things that a person has done in the past. Do not allow the shaitan to cause you to despair. For you, for you to go away from Allah Azza wa Jal, fearing that you will not be forgiven. Or that now you are this low person. But if you sincerely repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you rectify yourself. Indeed, Allah and he can raise you. And due to your tawbah, your sincere tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you from the best of the people and amongst his, his servants. So the Shaykh, Ani Shaykh Rabi, he constant, constantly advises and in his work here the importance of returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and to be shy from performing sins. Be shy. Stay away from sins. Stay away from the affairs that leads only to sin. And don't despair. Rather, continuously and work to rectify ourselves. Continuously work to rectify ourselves. And if we fall into a mistake, we fall into a sin, therefore, do not persist. Cut yourself off. Perform sincere repentance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you if you are and is sincere. So we will end with this and today in our lesson and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in righteous actions.